latest from Scotston. This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors' official podcast. Hello and welcome back to Warriors Weekly, show three already of season two. Can you believe it, Ashley? Oh, show three. I know, f- absolutely flying by, but uh, yeah, here we are. Third episode. Yeah, third episode Season's passing us by. Yeah. <laughs> and with us this week is Kyle Stain. Kyle, how you doing? Hi, you guys. Good to be here. Good, good to have you. Um, let's quickly look back at the game at the weekend. First home match, pre-season game. Good win against Ulster. Uh, must be happy with that. Yeah, really pleased. I think, obviously, after the, the result the previous week, it was good to turn things around. Um, I think we've seen uh, a lot of the areas of our game that we wanted to work on from the previous week. We'd, we'd created some shifts there. So, um, Coach, he's pretty pleased. I think, in general, a massive step up, but still got a lot of things to, to keep working on. So, uh, yeah, we've got a, a big couple of weeks now before we go into that first league game. So, uh, going to continue to work and, and hopefully by then we come together nicely and are, are firing on all cylinders. Yeah, exactly. I think it's quite nice now that we've got two weeks to sort of tie everything together, you know. Um, I think these two warm-up games have given us a good reflection of where we are as a squad and it's nice to be able to have a decent amount of time to pull that together now. And uh, the turnout on Saturday was was great, you know. It was great to come to a pre-season pre-season game and we were almost at full capacity it didn't feel like a pre-season game really with a, such a large crowd I actually didn't at all did it no like, not at all. I was like, it was crazy I think that's the, uh, the the most buzzing crowd I've played in front of when it's been a pre-season game like obviously the last couple of years we've been out at Stirling and, and Perth and these kind of places but yeah the the Scotston loyal definitely showed up on Saturday and it was fantastic I know sometimes pre-season games can be a bit anticlimactic because you're so keen to get out there after the after a massive pre-season and then you run out and it's kind of like oh but yeah that was unreal it felt like yeah, you know Scotston was back and did you enjoy being back getting some game time yeah it was it was good I mean it's been I think it's been a long pre-season for all the boys you kind of always feel like that at the end of the season comes and you you're quite keen to get some rest and then when you get stuck into pre-season, by the end of pre-season, you're just sick of, of practising and you just want to be playing. So definitely good to get Especially back. Especially for you as well. I mean, yeah. you, what, you get two weeks off? Yeah, two weeks off. So it was, I think, from that. And then you kind of like built yourself up to a game, you know, and then ended up getting cuts. And then you kind of, kind of came here. We were sort of lagging behind a bit and like built it all up again. So I think it was it has been a bit of a, a long one. So um, it was good to get back out there. It's slightly different this week as well because we don't have a game this weekend. Normally, you kind of go straight into it. So, what what will you be doing this week, and how how will that kind of sort of differ to previous seasons? Well, the week's similarly structured to that of a game week. So, um, today Monday is, is a little bit of a, a quieter day. We usually go through a whole load of kind of clarity stuff, and there's a lot of meetings, uh, just trying to get our head around what it is we're trying to do, and well, for the, the next game, and also reviewing the game that's just passed. So. Um, we're training today uh, just late and then tomorrow we'll be off Wednesday Uh, we'll train it's a sort of half day on Thursday but it's a lot of stuff crammed into a morning and then Friday I think we've got a a pretty tough training session in the morning and then we'll have the weekend off so yeah I mean these weeks are great you always manage to get through a lot Um, you know still an opportunity to to get a little bit of conditioning conditioning in before uh, the first league game of course which um, is going to fly around so yeah I mean it's uh, it's going to be a good week's prep and it'll be nice to get a little bit of a rest at the end of the week as well and feel a bit fresher going into the first league game Yeah no for sure it's kind of the first thing I check when the schedule comes out they tend to colour code our, our rugby sessions green, yellow or red 
Um, so the schedule comes out and you check. Uh, the first so, thing you check is how many red red rugby sessions you got, which are the the big ones. The difficult ones. Um, so I think we've got Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday are all red this week. So when when do you get your schedule normally? When when does it come out? Uh, Pump's pretty good with that. He normally gives it to us uh, on the Friday for the following week, which is quite nice. You got the whole weekend, and um, you know to sort of know what your your week's going to look like next week. I'll tell you what, though, there's a bit of work that needs to be done in the the forward sessions because uh, uh, this is coming from the changing rooms, but the the forward sessions have the majority of them have been yellow, and we've had driving malls, scrums, live contact. That's red. So what what's red going to be then? Well, I, I don't know. A live game. <laughs> so no, uh, need to have a word with the coach about that one. I think. Yeah. And then uh, cheetahs up next um, a week on Friday. Kyle, what, what, what are you expecting from Cheetahs? Because uh, it's going to be a really tough match, isn't it? Curry Cup champions as well. Yeah, I think that's that's the big part. Um, the Cheetahs have got a much more settled squad this year because they've been able to play the Curry Cup with their full um, Pro 14 squad. It's the first time the two competitions aren't overlapping for them. Um, so I think they've, they'll have they be real settled and they'll be starting at home in front of their fans. Um, I'm sure they'll get a bigger turnout now that they've uh, got a trophy in the cabinet as well. So, um, yeah, it's a good challenge for us, but I think... Uh, the squad will get announced at some stage this week, but everyone in the squad is, is itching to get a go at them. You must have played a few games against the Cheetahs with the old Griquas. Yeah. How uh, many yeah. times have you played in uh, Bloemfontein? Quite a few? Uh, only twice, actually, um, but not lost there yet. So fingers crossed if, if, if we get selected for this, uh, for the South Africa tour that, that that continues. Do you do the Griquas play at altitude? Yeah, so Griquas, uh, Kimberley and Bloemfontein are pretty... Um, on the same level in terms in terms of altitude, so it'll be interesting to see if I do get to go back now um, what the lungs will feel like. I mean, because that was where I trained for two years, but I can imagine after being here in Scotland for a bit, if I went back there, I feel like it's going to be like breathing into a straw again. <laughs> and your first Glasgow Warriors try came against the Cheetahs back in March here at Scotston. What do you remember about that one? Um, well, I think the most special part about it was is that all my family were over. Um, which was really cool. It just happened that my brother was on a rugby tour and it coincided that they could come to the Cheetahs game of all games. Um, so I think I remember thinking that first when I went over. Uh, it was obviously, it's, it's, it's just elation, I suppose, when you go over the try line um, at home in front of a, a packed out Scotston. Um, but yeah, real special that I had my family there for it as well. Now you were on Warriors Weekly last season, but for those that maybe didn't hear, could you, could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you kind of ended up over in Scotland? Uh, so the link comes through my mum. My mum was born here in Glasgow. She used to live out in Bearsden, Mulgai area. Um, and I've still got a lot of family that live there now. And then some of them have spread out. i uh, got family in North Berwick and then d- some down in England. Um, so that's where the link came in. And uh, yeah, when I was playing in South Africa, I was just kind of trying to find an, an open door to get over here whenever I could. Um, and there's a couple of stories as to how that door actually opened up. But um, thankfully it did and came over here with these guys. There was one story about a game when, when the Warriors were over in Bloemfontein, is that right? And and then someone said something. and Yeah, so, yeah, so the one story that I've heard is that it was a, a friend of my dad's who knew I was Scottish qualified, who works for Guinness, um, who was then with the Warriors at the post-match presentation um, the first time they played the Cheetahs back in, must have been 2017. Um, and so the story I've heard is that he... Uh, alerted the the Warriors management to the fact that I was Scottish qualified and um, yeah then I suppose if you ask my agent it was all him uh, <laughs> so yeah 
It's a nice story that though, isn't it? It is a nice story, eh? Crazy how things work out like that. Yeah. The latest from Scotston. Warriors Weekly. Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Our first two back-to-back home games in the Guinness Pro 14 are both against Welsh opposition. We play Scarlets on Friday the 4th of October and then Cardiff Blues on Saturday the 12th of October. Tickets for both games are still available from glasgowarriors.org. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. You got engaged in the summer? Oh, I got engaged in the summer. Congratulations. <laughs> I just had to get that in there. Oh, yeah, you guys are all over that. Um, Where was it? Where did it happen? It uh, happened down on the beach. Um, my missus is from Durban, uh, KwaZulu Natal in South Africa, and they've got a beach probably five minutes from their house. So um tends to be sort of evening routine when we're down there with them that you end up going on a on a walk. My missus and her mom love looking for shoals in the evening, and I kind of just wander aimlessly waiting for them, waiting for them to be done. Um, now, so I coordinated it that her mom had work to do and couldn't come on 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 one of the beach walks it was just the two of us um and yeah heart was pounding <laughs> probably more Thanks nervous than i've been well. for it's, any game it's funny isn't it yeah. <laughs> where was yours uh, i was in in vancouver uh, i got a funny story uh behind it we've got plenty of time um so uh Elisa and i were out in uh, vancouver for two weeks um She's got family friends over there, so we st- stayed with them for a couple of weeks. And uh, I'd planned to do it um, the night we got there, but we got there and it was jet lag, so I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Um, so the next day, we hired bikes and we were cycling around like Stanley Park and Big Park in Vancouver, if anyone's been there. Um, but uh, we were in the shop beforehand, and I was like, oh, we'll, we'll take to the mountain bikes, um, because I had planned to kind of go off off the beaten track into <laughs> the the kind of dense trails and all the rest of it where it was a little bit quieter and Alisa was like no no I, I don't want to do that I just want to get the, the normal ladies bike with the old basket in the front and stuff so I was like no I'll get the mountain bike she was like no 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 I just want to get the ladies bike so anyway she got the ladies bike and we're cycling around the, the, there's a kind of walkway right around the outside and we get to this bit and I know that this is where I have to go off if I want to find a quiet spot. The last thing I wanted to do was do it in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, let's go up here. And she was like, she knew it was up to the, the rocky path and stuff like that. She was just like, no, 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 I don't want to go up there. Can we just keep going around here? I was like, fine, right, okay. So we kept going around. Finally found this set of stairs that like took you, you up to the, kind of into the, the woods and stuff like that. So uh, we chained the bikes up, eventually managed to get her up the stair. Uh, we bought some fruit. There was a little kind of fruit stall. Uh, sat on a little bench and, and uh, pretended to get the chewing gum out of my bag. Uh, rustling away for about five minutes, trying to find the ring. And then <laughs> round I went and just kind of dropped the old knee. And, and that was that. Yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> was a funny one. It was uh, it took a bit of work to get there, but we got there eventually. Oh, no. So it didn't go to plan, but you nah, got there. We adapted. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we got there. It was brilliant. It was uh, yeah an awesome day. And yeah. Two years ago now, getting married next summer. So oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Have you got a date yet? Probably also next summer. But following on from those stories, it was I can't tell you how nervous I was getting towards <laughs> the end because originally I thought right, we've got a six week break here. Like I'll get down to Durban for a good ten days. You know, then plans changed. Right, only got only had two weeks off. So I was like, okay, I got two weeks. Like that's still manageable. Um, ended up having to go t- to a doctor's appointment so then I was only going Monday to Friday so I was like right I've got to speak to her dad and make all this happen Monday oh. to Friday 
Then the day before, her dad was like, he's been called out. Um, he works with Rhino Conservation. He's been called out to a game reserve. He's only coming on the Tuesday night. So now I've only got Tuesday oh night, no. Wednesday, and then I'm flying the Thursday morning. So it was just, it was so it funny how it all condensed like this and I had to just get it all done. Yeah. But it all went well. Ah, it all went well. Um, but yeah, like Ashley says, it's just funny how you, you, don't, you get the nerves for a game and then yeah. all of a sudden in those moments, yeah. Times 10. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you, you had to come back from South Africa because you were joining up with the Scotland squad, is that right? Yeah. Tell us a bit about that experience because it must have been pretty amazing to train with Scotland over the summer yeah it was it was a real good experience um and really enjoyed it and it's it's nice there's always so many Warriors lads involved in the squad um and there's a couple of South Africans um from some of the other clubs too so um yeah there was a lot of common ground um um you know a real happy vibe for all the guys training there although we were working pretty hard um but yeah I really enjoyed my time there um lots to learn from hungry hungry to be back you must have been disappointed to obviously miss out on the the World Cup squad but you know, there must be a lot you can take from that experience and I, I suppose that's something you'd be looking to kind of do again and get involved with Scotland again at some point. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I said, there was tons to learn from the experience and I'm not really one that likes to sort of linger around. I like just like being able to just find out what the next task is and then just throw yourself at that. And so I think that's what's real nice here with Glasgow is that we've got such a such a good opportunity here in the opening rounds of the season to get our season off to a, to a good start. Um, yeah, and it was nice being back in Glasgow, seeing seeing some of the boys who I hadn't seen for a couple of months. So, mm. yeah, I was going to say, what was it like coming back? And I suppose there's some sevens guys in here oh, as well yeah. that you will have known. Yeah, exactly. So that was actually quite cool. I hadn't trained with them in a while, um, and I obviously knew most of them uh, or all of them from from my time with the sevens. Um, and a lot of them live in Glasgow, and I still see them a lot off the pitch. So it was quite cool coming back to all of that, knowing that you know I had all the sevens boys here, all the guys from Glasgow. So. Um, once you get over it it's actually quite exciting to be back it is I remember back in 2015 I was in a similar position to you um, and I think there was an option to get like five or six days off or just to come straight back in I was like no I just want to go straight back in and get into it had the game the next week you know like I just think yeah, like you say it's best to just crack on with the next challenge and then yeah. you know and then I can remember when it was 2015 back then before I knew it, it was 12 games into the season and it just passed like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it'll be yeah it'll be good it's good it's good for us to have you back put it that way and we talked a lot about sevens last week didn't we with Bryce but how much has did that experience help you coming from sevens to fifteens um, and we'll have to ask what your favourite uh, tournament was because we, we spoke about that last week obviously um yeah, obviously, uh, being in the sevens, I, I think it, that made my transition over in Glasgow um, real easy as well because, uh, you know, in a sevens team, um, because the squad's so much smaller, <clears throat> you kind of have no choice but to, you know, get on with the guys that are there and it creates like a real tight culture, which was really good. Um, um, and luckily, they most of them are decent lads as well. So that made the transition easy. And then coming over to 15s, I think it was, it was really just nice to be back playing 15-man rugby again. Um, and obviously it puts your skill set, your handling and that sort of thing under a lot of pressure. So there's a lot of things like that that get developed through the sevens um, that really suit Glasgow's style of play as well. Um, so yeah, I think there was a lot of confidence that I could take from that coming into the into the 15s. Um, I think my favourite tournament, I've, I've not played Hong Kong, Singapore, London or Paris, um, whereas I know a lot of boys will maybe throw Hong Kong out there as their favourite, but I think probably real biased I enjoyed Cape Town the most it was so nice going back to a familiar place and a place where I'd watch the sevens um, and then being lucky enough to be on the pitch I think sort of 
having experience from both ways, I think, yeah, makes, probably makes it my, my favourite one. Yeah, nice. You were on the fast track sevens contract. Just a half half circuit and then into the, <laughs> straight in into the Warriors. That was it. And are you, are you do you miss the sevens or do you feel that you know you're pleased to be back playing fifteens? Uh, I, I suppose it's it's a real cool lifestyle being able to travel the world like that and an awesome opportunity. But I think purely from a rugby perspective, I think I'm I'm much better suited to fifteens um, and feel more at home playing fifteen man rugby. Um, so I think from that point of view. I'm quite happy here um, and we're really lucky at Glasgow at the moment you know we've got a good bunch of guys here and a good good culture and environment going so um, yeah it's nice to be here nice to be involved Now of course as we've talked about we're heading to South Africa for the game against Cheetahs you must have some tips for supporters travelling over Is there, where should they visit what should they do any, any, any big tips? Oh well I think chatting to all the guys here the first thing you've got to say is it's not as bad as everybody thinks um, <laughs> No, it's one of the Sevens boys, Max McFarland, the other day was, was saying if he makes the squad, he wants to know if we're going to land in Joburg and there's going to be um, armoured security guards there to escort us out. So I think that'd be the first one is that it's not really that, it's not as bad as everybody thinks. You, there are certain places you've got to avoid, but um, because it's a country with 11 official languages, so the incredible diversity that it has um, offers something really unique. So there's lots of different cultures to be experienced um, and obviously with the history of apartheid and stuff, you know, there's there's just so much that you can go and see. Um, so I think there's just a variety and it more tickles your fancy. Am I right in saying that you or your parents live 10 minutes from the hotel that we normally stay at in Joburg? So you know the area well? Uh, yeah. So hopefully... You, you know where to go and where not to go, so I'm sticking with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we're both on the plane, but yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> if um, we're on the plane. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, it should be an incredible trip for any supporters heading out there. Um, Kyle, thanks for joining us. It's been it's been great to have a chat. All good, yeah. No, thanks for having me again. It was good to chat, um, and good to chat. Something's not rugby as well. Uh, yeah. Find out about Ashley's engagement. That's something yeah. I've never heard before. Good story. I've got a story. Have you got any other stories, Ashley? Or should we? I'll save them for next week. Save them one each week. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks again for listening uh, on Warriors Weekly. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. Remember, you can listen to all, on all your favourite. Um, platforms uh, we're here with you every Tuesday at 5 o'clock Warriors Weekly and uh, yeah thanks for listening and we'll speak to you again next week bye for now Warriors Weekly Glasgow Warriors official podcast